Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro, and we are here to review the, men, uh, the movie The Menu. Uh, uh, a young couple travels to a remote island to eat in an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. What do you think? I really liked this movie. I think for other people, their mileage may vary, but... Um... I thought it was dark. I thought it was twisted. I love the dynamic between Anya Taylor-Joy and Ray Fiennes. I I would like to see more of this type of oddness from Nicholas Holt. Uh, the rest of the ensemble was solid. It was just... Even once I knew what was going on, I was still invested on where it was going. And I think it's got different levels of the message that it's sending. And some I think people are going to miss. But I really liked it. What do you think? Uh, I want to know who the people whose mileage would vary are because they don't deserve to watch film. This film's great. I, the audience loved this film that I was in. I don't, you know, I, I don't really give a shit about what care about audiences. Um, but this, again, it's, and it's amazing to me because this is a film that's only an hour and 46 minutes. Um, it's a, it's, it's a horror thrill and I had to look it up and make sure. Also a comedy because there are definitely some hilarious moments in this film. <laughs> um, but no, I really enjoyed this film. I, it has some, some of my, my favorite people in it, like Anya Taylor-Joy, we've talked to her about her before, but um, we haven't talked about her in a while, but I'm a Nicholas Holt fan. Like, I am, I don't know what he's done to not get more roles, but like, I like him when I see him in roles. Even when they're in bad movies, it's rarely his fault. <laughs> if ever his fault he's usually yeah. he's he's one of those actors that is a bad movie but you're like but he's acting his ass off did nobody tell him that this was a bad movie because why is he <laughs> acting like this this is he shouldn't I don't be think he knows it. how to phone it in yo he doesn't know how to phone it in so and he's always got like and there's always different types of characters and even this kind of character here i mean he's here you know you could just tell you're not gonna like this guy <laughs> tyler yeah. like he but even the name it's like he seems like a tyler Everything about him just becomes increasingly worse. Mm -hmm. The longer he exists in this world and talks, yes, it's just. And I, I loved everything about it. I just when I say people's mileage are very, I think there are some people who are going to come to this movie expecting um, more comedy than horror. And if you are on the fence about whether or not you cross the line from psychological thriller into horror, and don't don't. Don't do that to yourself. This is a horror movie. It's funny. It's twisted. It's got an interesting plot progression. It's got a nice under, like just undertone of subtlety that just is, becomes increasingly insid insidious and unhinged. But this is a horror movie. So those are the people who I'm talking about. Anybody else, if you don't get it, that's your problem. It, it, or if, if it doesn't work for you, I, I don't care. I love this movie, top to toe, beginning to end. I even like how it, I, I even like, I really like how it ends. <laughs> yeah, no. It's got just the right touch of ridiculous. It's just the right touch of ridiculous. And I think that's the key phrase here, right? You know, there's a lot of, why would you do that? That just makes, it was like, but that's the, also the point. Because there's even a, there's a point at one point where somebody says, why didn't y'all just do a better job of leaving? And you're just and you're just going like, hey, that's like, yeah, you really kind of just you didn't 
you why are you damn <laughs> right is the num- that, yeah is, the number of times <laughs> i said oh valid yeah you <laughs> know in this movie but i think i think that's the thing too this film gets more and more ridiculous as it goes on it's a, it, it builds up to you know with 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 each dish that comes from this and even the way they did that right there's a, there, uh, as they're serving these courses in this you know exclusive restaurant you could just you, you, they get more and more ridiculous as uh the chef says and explains the dish and things like that and the entire time you're going like y'all in danger y'all know that right i mean you kind of yeah. know that from the, but even before then like i think margo's the only one going like wait this doesn't seem right and everybody else is like everybody's just it's just this, enough of the pretentiousness right like Tyler's a oh I'm just a foodie and I just I'm so into this and I'm oh I just love it. You have the food critic who just sounds uh, with with her uh I don't know if it's an assistant or producer or whoever that dude was. It's just like I believe it's her editor. Her editor. It's just like you guys are so fucking pretentious. You got the dude bros, the financial dude bros. You got the move. You got John Leguizamo who literally I don't even I, I just I'm looking in the 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 um in the imdb did they ever actually say his name because they list him as movie star no they don't so they actually don't even give they don't even yeah yeah (laughs) that's the amazing thing about but see i you know i think it's going to be i think the one commentary that's going to stick out to people is going to be the class commentary it's very Mm -hmm. it's very in your face they don't hide it there's one whole um course that drives home the point, the class commentary that's going on with the the the, mel- the metaphor and the allegory that's set up for the what the meal is. Uh, but there there's something else going on here, and I think that was the more compelling narrative for me. It's like one, lying is bad. Like all the different mm-hmm. kinds of ways that we lie to ourselves, that we lie to others, that we pose, we front the fake it till you make it contingent mm-hmm. um and what that really means to people like the different kinds of way like i love janet mcteer and her is the uh film the the the, the food critic mm-hmm. lily bloom in this was like it's perfect casting it's just like because she she has this thing to where you already think she's a problem mm-hmm. like she's about to be uh you know and then she opens her mouth and you're like oh there's the condescension there's the pretension but there's also something else there where you get hints of the idea that this person used to really love what they do mm-hmm. before they got, you know, enamored of their own power in doing it. And you get a little bit of that from each one of the people. But it's the overtness, if you've seen any of the trailers and how this kind of rolls out, that these people are sitting in this room and not a single one says, that's a cult. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cult, right? There's a cult. We eat in a cult restaurant. Not a single time. <laughs> there's a person in this room who's been there multiple times that you hear and he's like oh I don't need the tour you're like hmm but you came back so what's wrong with you and like it talks about the blind spots people have but the more compelling thing about this for me was about having the joy and the love of what you do sucked out of you mm-hmm. by having it turned into the thing that you have to do to survive to make a living mm-hmm. and yeah. and the way that they play with those notes and i don't think there's anybody who could have done it better than ralph fine oh no he does a great job it just yeah. this entire cast does a great job it's just like i said it's it is a horror thriller comedy and it manages it's really hard for a film sometimes to manage all 
to manage multiple genres like that together. This film does a great job of managing that. All where it never leans too heavily into one or the other. It just, you just, you know, and then, matter of fact, even the way that some of they switch into get the comedy beats in there, you're like, oh, wait, that's actually kind of funny. But yeah, and but you feel wrong. Like mm-hmm. you almost want to catch yourself when you start to laugh and you're yeah. like, Nah, it was funny. <laughs> right, because it's like, because again, there's also this point where there's a lot of terrible people here. You know, a lot of them, you're just like, you're terrible. And then, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And like I said, there's a that moment when um, Elsa tells one of the dude bros, it's like, well, you know, you, you'll get, you know, less than you desire and more than you deserve. And it's just like the way that line is delivered in the it's film. Just... When it's yeah, you're right. And I'm just like, hey, bro, that was mm-hmm. still the, you should, you should leave. <laughs> like, like when somebody tells you, mm-mm, mm-mm. But see, for me, I was with Margot the very first time something happened oh, yeah, before yeah, they yeah. had even pulled out from the dock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, get off the boat. Get off the boat, Margot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get off the boat. <laughs> well, it, Don't it, go where these people are going. Right. You know, and and there's a whole thing about Margot's character and why she's there, which is easy to figure out. But like, yeah, it's also and can you get a lot from the trailers? Like, wait, you don't belong here. Like, you with them or you with us? And so you get that them versus us type type deal there. Um, but yeah, there's yeah, yeah, it's like yeah no i but like even more of that there's like a real subtlety to the production design here mm-hmm. that um you know it plays into some of the conversations that we are we are not seeming to be capable of having in a much more subtle way about like the environment and how we work with it and what that means and i thought they like they just kind of let that they let the island kind of heavy carry heavy mm-hmm. and then they kind of bring it all together at the moment where again, uh, Chef Slovak gives a speech, and I was just like, you know, this is, this is, this is perfect. Like, it wasn't just that they manage these different themes and the comedy and the horror, and but even with the way that they built it, I really felt like they managed multiple allegories with right. a gracefulness that you don't generally see and we haven't really seen everybody's been really heavy-handed in one way or another this season and yeah and that's the thing too that that gets me about this film it's like you want to say that it's heavy-handed but it's not and 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 the reason why i say that is because it's it's heavy-handed because like chef slovak's his his speeches are technically very heavy-handed but they're not because the audience in the movie that he's giving it to doesn't see them except for Margot. She's the only one going like, wait, what did he just fucking say? And everyone yeah. else is like, oh, that's trendy. Oh, that's, oh, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, you're too busy, you know, thinking about how trendy it is and what the, you know, uh, um, how exclusive it is and how much you paid for it and the status and some more stuff like that. You're not hearing, th- like, I think even at one point Margot says it, it's like, he just insulted you. Yeah, what is going on? He just insulted he just, the shit he just, out of you. He just insulted the shit out of you. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, but but he did. And you're too busy yeah. lapping it up. And I think that's where the subtlety comes in at. Because, yes, it's very, it's supposed to be very heavy handed. But the point of the film is like, 
I am literally telling you this stuff heavy-handed, but your head is so far up your ass, it doesn't matter. You can't hear me. Yeah. You can't. But I think the other thing about that is, is it's not because that's the overt front messaging. It's not heavy handed because that's not the point of the movie. Right. And that's the other group of people who I think their mileage is going to vary, like whether or not the forward pushing narrative sticks the landing for them or if they feel like, oh, you know, this was too simplistic. It doesn't hold up for the other things that they're doing, whatever. I Because that's the driving forward narrative, it's really easy to think that's just the point. And it's not. There's all these other things at play that is the point. And all of those are beautifully woven in to the dominant thread in such a way that, yeah, like, like, it almost feels like we are spoiling what some of the comments we're mentioning, but we're not, because you really have to see them in context in order to get what the point of all this is. And we haven't mentioned any of the major flow or plot points to any of this movie, and we're doing that deliberately, because this is really an ensemble. It's like every single person who's on this boat is on this boat for a reason. Every person who works for Chef in this restaurant is there for a reason. And when they start revealing the combative nature between those one there are two reasons two the differing motivations of all these people it that's the movie that's the allegory that's the point and it was so well done that i want to see the movie again because i was just perpetually fascinated plus it plays into some of the standard tropes Mm -hmm. that we've been seeing be dominant in movies like there was the one whole movie about you know the class warfare where the rich people want to hunt the poor people and they they do a twist on that kind of (laughs) film and narrative trope in a way that i laughed Mm -hmm. until i cried right yeah yeah there's like the culmination of that particular moment and i was just like i'm so angry with all y'all because you got me you got me right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. None of the twists are what you think they're supposed to be. None of the turns are what they're supposed to be, even though they happen in the expected place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you. No, go ahead. I don't know. No, I was going to say, and, and they, the, the hour and 47 minutes is all well spent. No, it is. It's a, it's a very tight hour and 46, uh, seven minutes. We have to talk around a lot of it because, like you said, it's hard to go into this without spoiling it. Um, even because here's the thing, like you said, it's, it's also one of those weird things where you know how this ends, right? Cause you, you also know from the, 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 the trailer doesn't spoil it. The trailer is one of the, another, I think the trailer is, is cut really well because it, it gives you like, Hey, these people are in danger, you know, right? Could you even see it at one point? Um, uh, the, uh, what is it? Uh, who was a food critic? What was her name? Um, Lillian. Lillian. I thought that was it. Lillian even says, no, no, we're going to die, right? So, like, you know that something is happening here, and you've seen, you, you, you know that this is some weird shit going on. I mean, hell, you know that when you show up at the island, like you said, you're like, these motherfuckers are like cold. Like, when Elsa's going around talking to people, you're like, Hung Chow did a good job, and I'm yeah. I'm yeah. deeply frightened. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she, she's, <laughs> ter- she's, yeah, no, she's terrifying. She's fucking terrifying. So you, you know that coming in, 
But like I said, and I even heard somebody say this when they left you, like, oh, wow, I didn't know. You know, the trailer doesn't really tell you. It's enough to intrigue you, but it doesn't tell you what's really going on and why this stuff is happening. Because I'm, I'm, as I'm going through this stuff, I'm trying to go through the standard tropes of this kind of movie. It's like, oh, that's what it is. Like, there's at one point, there's like a drunk woman, old woman in the corner somewhere. And I'm like, mm, okay, is this like a revenge for her? Like, I'm trying to go through right. the different reasons of why I think all this is happening. And honestly, you're not going to be able to guess. Because it's it's also kind of ridiculous in some cases. You understand it yeah. in some cases, but also, it, like, you understand where Chef Slowick comes from. But then you also, when you start seeing some of the other folks, you're like, wait, wait, why are you doing this? This is, wait, what? Like, wait, he's also, an, like, it's it just, it's so much of that, right? And you're just like, you're right. You just, I, yeah. It, it, so it's really hard to really go in to specific plot points here, or even generically, because I feel like it would spoil the, you know, spoil yeah, the we dish. Can't even talk you know? about, yeah, we can't even go too deeply into some of the themes because I feel yeah. like it would undermine their impact. Right. But I do agree with you. The trailer is a perfect enticement into this movie. It, it hits all the beats for all the different kinds of people who are the market audience and the demographic for this movie. And I think there'll be some people who will go to this movie thinking one thing, or they will have made assumptions and they will be entirely surprised at what the focus of the movie is in the direction that it goes. And I think even if the only commentary that you get out of this is the one about, you know, class distinction and what we've done about this concept of elitism and taking things and making them to where only a particular type of person who exists in society globally and, you know, very, very personally, and even sometimes in your own personal circles and lives, where we've priced people out of access. We've priced people out of experiences. It's kind of like this whole commentary we've got going on now where people keep telling you, oh, well, don't get coffee, don't eat out, cut off your Netflix, do all these things, you know, just so every little bit, all this, this, this lot, this idea that under a certain threshold, your only recourse is austerity. And the lavishness that uh, and and the the way that they've laid out this lux experience and and the way that they framed it is so perfectly done that even if the only thing that strikes you or sticks with you is the message that's is the the narrative that's the most heavy-handed it's it's so compelling and it's so interesting and it's so twisted yeah you know because it is because there's a whole thing that we have, like, 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 in in the real world right now, we've got a, a bunch of people who kind of have control of the narrative, right? Mm -hmm. And and what they do with control of that narrative can lead to direct negative impacts on other people, but not for the reason you think. It's like there are still races that are open for the Congress, but they've already declared that it belongs to the Republicans, which. And they're heavy with the message and they've got people in rotation going on shows talking about, oh, it's done. You know, the projections are in, but there are massive numbers of ballots that need to be cured and people have time. The, time, the clock hasn't run out. There's still a runoff that needs to happen for another seat in the Senate. But you've got these people over here who are telling you it's fine. Sit down, give up, give in. We've won. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think the menu 
probably is one of the more compelling stories that's still fascinating, still interesting, doesn't fall out of the active story that it's telling you that plays around with those kinds of themes and tropes. Like the one that you mentioned where he was like, you know, you guys didn't really do a really, you know, you didn't really fight really hard against what's happening to you. <laughs> right? And when you see the context in which he says it, you're just like, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. well, well the thing about it is, it, again, it, you can tie all this back to a kitchen and chef. It's like, hey, you know, you know put, put a, you know, it's that, that old trope of what, put a frog in some, a boiling water, jump right, jump out, but put it in some lukewarm water and then turn the heat up. And it might just sit there and boil to death. Like, that's what you watch yeah. people do. You're sitting there watching them sit there going like, Y'all, y'all ain't y'all ain't seen the like Marco's going like y'all ain't seen the temperature come up a little bit. I think we should get out yeah. of the water. Everybody's like, no, 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 it's fine. Actually, no. Ooh, I actually like a little steamy. It's okay. This is this is what we're paying for. This is this is what we're needed. It's like, no, no, motherfucker, y'all in danger. Y'all need to go. Like this is, and you know, I like that. I, I, so that's there. And like, but I'm I'm with you too. It's like the other theme here of. And again, it fits into our society and what we've done of this whole thing of turning some of your passions one into your hustle, sometimes because you have to, but also just also, and and yes, there is that of, and I think that's the thing too, where you break this down is you have some folks that have to do that. And then you have some folks that think that they have to do it. Like there's some, or you have some folks who wake up one day and realize it's been done. Yeah. Right. Who didn't realize so yeah i like i said i i really really enjoyed this film i thought it was great i thought it um hit the right notes like i said it's and it's also it's not too preachy though right and i think it's because of the way they use the humor in it you're like nah you're right like you like you don't go oh you're preaching to me you go like nah no nah, no nah, that's an asshole move you 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 you're like yeah no that's legit because <laughs> that's, 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 that's it forces right. you to think about things right and and, and some of the stuff is petty too like <laughs> what he do when he when you find out why john lake wasabo's character is there i'm like i hollered i was like i was like that's an asshole move but like you know what though that's real i could it's, i cackled I, I cackle. you know what i was like you know what though I've been that angry before. <laughs> it's like I've, I've been that I've been that angry before. It's just like, and then we talk to the his, uh, the assistant. And he asks her a question, and she answers like, "Nah, you gotta say two. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, "You won't lie to survive." This is the raw. I saw it on her face. I was like, "Ooh, girl." Mm-mm. I was like, "Margo would have lied." I was like, "Margo would have lied." Your ass ain't, ain't smart enough to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got him. I got him. Yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Plenty of them. But that's why it's like the micro conversations that you got to overhear. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody made a comment on, um, you know, um, Twitter. May it soon rest in peace. uh, About, you know, they thought it was weird and eating by yourself, eating out by yourself isn't the quote flex people think it is. And I was like, I don't eat out by myself to like for clout or flex. I like good ambiance and good food and I'm not afraid of my own company. And sometimes the people watching and it's better than anything that you're ever going to see on reality TV. And I and I love the way they used like some of the three quarter angles and they broke some of the rules about where people are supposed to be in relation to each other and perspective. And this is the second movie that didn't give a fuck about the one at 80 rule. And I love it. Um, it's like you get to hear over here these conversations between these couples. 
And then you slowly start to realize what the impact and the import of it is. And I thought it was a really, you know, nicely placed, insidious uh, trip into the idea of, you know, intent versus impact. And it's like, and there are some people here who haven't done anything to hurt anybody else other than themselves. They, that like, mm -hmm. the, what it is that's a problem about them, it doesn't go beyond their own personal circle, unless you talk about the kind of benign disrespect and the, you know, the passive entitlement and what that means. And when you get to hear overhear some of these conversations and you see how people start trying to relate to people, um, the, the commentary on like the service industry is amazing, but it also feeds into this idea we have of like, you know, money as a replacement for charisma versus the cult of personality. And when you see them butting up against each other, there's a moment here where somebody tries to throw their weight around and they get told no, that about took me out. What if you just say no? Yes. It was just, it's just, and it's so low key that you almost miss that this is a turn. and. Who is it a turn? And it's just like, but it's also like this idea of failure. Like how many people, like I had to have this wrecking, you know, when I got told that I could keep trying to work my day job and I could, and it was going to damage my health to the point to where one day, the next time I collapsed, I may not get up. And, you know, the conversation is like, what's more important to you? Are you important? Or is what you do for them more important than you? Do they care if you fall apart? Is this what you want to be? Is this all you are? And you start getting into these kinds of legacy questions or um, what have I put up with? What have I accepted? What have I allowed myself to be shaped into? And all of those things are playing out on the micro and the macro in this story. And they use some real classic horror tropes and dynamics and, 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 and shots and angling to, to tell the story. And I was just, it's compelling. It's disturbing. It's just insidious. It's, in, it's hilarious in all of the ways we've been taught are wrong. Because <laughs> shit I laughed at, Chris. Mm -hmm. like it took me a minute to recognize judith light in this movie mm -hmm. and when you see her final expression in the when it gets to the final <laughs> act of this movie i was just like that is that is a fucking master class and some subtle ass acting mm -hmm. how dare you mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah but yeah yeah no um out of, out of 10 what would you give it this is a nine and a half for me. I love this movie. I was surprised I would love this movie. This is a banner year for horror. And honestly, the movies that have disappointed me the least in 2022 mm -hmm. have all been horror movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a nine. Yeah. Um, this is fantastic. I, I fucking love this. This is, it, it, you should definitely, and, and when we say horror, this is not one of those like monster horror films. I think this is a horror film that, you know, that, the, the, that, most folks would enjoy and watch and things like that. It's just, like I said, it's just the acting is great. The, the comedy is, and again, it's so, it's at, at times it, the comedy is so deadpan too. Like you said, yeah. just a, just a no. 
Because it catches like, you off right. guard. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> that's like, not how this supposed to go. It all goes down, like it's it's the it's the bread. Like that's where it all goes downhill when when we get the the, the bread dish and you're just like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, and again, Margo again is like, um, hold on, yeah, hold on a minute. <laughs> what what kind of what are we what are we doing here? This. What? No. And everybody else is like, ooh, ooh, Trenton, yeah. Mm. And the critics over there trying to be a critic. I was like, oh, see, this is the problem. Y'all, y'all over here, you know, mm-hmm. you know, thinking everything is about trends and being trendy. And he keeps telling you to pay attention. Yeah, he's telling you. Well, again, it's, it's a moment in here. And again, there's not a spoiler, but he even says he wants you to taste, not eat. Right. And. I think a lot of people were thinking this film is like, it's the food. It's like, not talking about the food. You need to taste everything of the experience so you understand how much danger you are in right now. And they are not yeah. doing that. So, And that's, that's why this is a horror movie, because it's that kind of, that, that, it's that, that realism that without the magical, it's, 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 it's coming from that real place. And, and the, 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 the developing horror and realizing what you've done and allowed to be done to yourself in all of the myriad of ways. I think this is one of the best movies I've seen that have done that. And the scores fly. Mm-hmm. Like the music is tight. I mean, it, it fits. There isn't a note that like, there's these like soft crescendos that kind of lure you into a uh, false sense of security. Uh, and every single time you think that something has gotten worse, the music gives you just enough of a clue to let you know that shit is about to get real again. Colin, Colin Stetson, I don't know if I've seen anything else he's done, but I am now a fan of what he does and how he composes for movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, he did Hereditary. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Everything now <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. But it's just, there's, it's like, there's, everything meshes so well together. Perfect casting. Per- per- perfect tonal quality. Great use of themes production is tight I, lo- I even love the wardrobing because it gave subtle clues that we should be paying attention to that would have told us much more about these people if we had in real time just by what they're wearing how they carry themselves like there's a movie i'm not kidding if margot had processed the importance of something that she says in the opening sequence of this movie when they before they even get to the island she'd have got off the boat and she'd gone home mm-hmm. right and i can't say exactly what it is because it is it is a, it is a spoiler but it's just that first opening moment of irony and i was like okay mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in i'm in for the whole ride I'm, I'm fascinated and i stayed fascinated straight through to the end mm-hmm. yep yeah um. Yeah, I want to own this movie. Yeah, no, this is definitely going to check this out. The menu opens this weekend. So definitely, yes. it's going to get killed by Wakanda forever. But hey, 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 it's fine. At some point when you're not watching that for two or three times, you're going to want to watch something else. So check out the menu. Um, all right. Um, yeah, we have more stuff to do. We have to talk about Devotion. Um, I need to get our Wakanda forever spoiler review up. I have not released it on premium yet. It will be released shortly. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We got more stuff coming out. Um, <laughs> shout out to all those on Twitter who who knows if Twitter's gonna be around by the time y'all hear this because 
Jesus Christ, this man is a fucking. I mean, this is a great time to make sure that you're subscribed on iTunes, Spotify. You follow us on the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group, MTR Network on Facebook. You know, let you in. And, um, yeah. Most of us use the same handle on other social media. I'm book blurred everywhere. Because, uh, yeah, just we about to to tweet through the end of Twitter on Twitter. We really are. We all over here, like that girl not going. What's the song? Was it Dido? Yeah, listen, as long as <laughs> going down with that I, shit, I'm just saying if 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 this is at least that makes people do a double take and look at some of these rich white dudes and realize that they are fucking terrible. Like, I never want to hear again about the genius of Elon Musk. I mean, there's a nice is... commentary that happens about angel investment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and this, you know yep. the whole tech bro sector and all that jazz that i think people are really gonna appreciate yeah and the menu yeah 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 yeah. um last thing i saw somebody say this morning because uh they were like (laughs) you know he uh he's fired he fired all these people or or put these demands in like he was talking to like you know the rocket scientists that had limited options It's like motherfucker you're talking to software engineers for one of the biggest you know social media platforms on earth like they can't find other jobs and yeah. I'm like, also, coveted devs. Not, not, not only that, but it's like somebody mentioned because they they showed a, a they showed they showed a a um a screenshot of it. They were like, yeah, but these these are also Twitter employees, so they are forced into fire Twitter, so they can step back. So it's like he put that thing out. I was like, you do you put that email? You know, all these people are gonna quit, right? And take the three months pay. You're fucking moron. Like you you really thought that? And that apparently that's what happened today. Everybody was just like. All right, peace. Give us, the, give us a three month. No, they just—they're like, we didn't sign it at all. We, we didn't even click yeah, the link. Yeah, we didn't click the link. We didn't sign. We ain't doing none of this shit. So either you're gonna fire us and pay us, or this all shit goes down. It ain't our forty-four billion dollars. You gotta pay us. Let's go. And right. We got, let's. And we got the job. I mean, that that was that was an attempt to finesse them out of into mm-hmm. not looking like he's trying to do a real mass layoff. You know, and and I'm glad they didn't fall for the yoke, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But but the commentary that kind of leans in to the whole structural idea behind this thing and the monetization and 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 the way people view people. There's a dual narrative in here about not just the cult of personality that's happening in the kitchen, but the cult of personality that's happened, you know, in the world of people like where we privatize so much stuff that they're like, I own you too. And what that means and what people are willing to do to stay on the inside and be in the in crowd. And it's I, I was it's just so freaking well done. I appreciate everything about the menu. And it is I'm telling you, this is one of the best ensembles all season. Yeah, no, it is. So. All right, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>